Hey, what's up guys? It's your boy Bradley Thompson here and this is episode 18 of the Living the Canadian Dream podcast. That is my French-Canadian spiel right there. Bonjour, je m'appelle Brad. Uh, comment ça va? Au revoir. This is all I got, okay? That's all I, that's all I got. I went to school, did French for years. Got bonjour. Bonjourno. Um, and au revoir out of it because, you know, that's just who I am. That's just who I am. I don't retain that information that I learned in French class, okay? Uh, started trying to learn French a little bit here and there over the last uh, year or so. Slacked off, you know, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to lie to you guys over the last six months, but I'm going to get back onto that. I'm going to get back on that Duolingo grind because I was actually starting to learn stuff. Start learning like objects, you know, learning verbs and nouns again. Verbs and nouns, yeah, it's pretty big. You know, when you're an adult and you try learning a language, that's a big deal. That's a big deal because it's really hard, not only to like comprehend, but just to focus. Like you're just like not about that life anymore. You know what I mean? Like when you're in school, like you had to learn it because you know you had to pass. So it's a different type of vibe. So when you're actually trying to learn it because you want to learn it, it's different. I think you retain it a little bit better, okay? That's just science. That's just science, okay? I'm no scientist, but that's just that's just science, okay? Um, another episode of the Canadian Dream Podcast, okay? We're here, episode 18. It's crazy. I'm actually super surprised that we're 18 episodes in right now. That's a lot of episodes. That's a lot of crap talking, okay? That's a lot of me talking to my wall, okay? And it's all good. I think they've been going well so far. Um, this episode might be kind of lame, might be kind of lame sauce, you know? I am really tired today. I came home from work, you know, I was going to work out, decided to take a nap instead. And those are the kinds of decisions you have to make as an adult. You have to decide if you want to work out, you want to watch TV, you want to be productive, or screw everything else, let's just go take a nap. Yeah, that's what I chose today. I chose taking a nap over everything. And you know when you go down to take a nap and you're just like, oh, I'm going to sleep for like 20 minutes. I'm going to do a power nap. I'm going to do the science-recommended 30-minute nap, okay? No, never turns into a 30-minute nap. Even if you set your alarm 30 minutes, no. I'm just getting warmed up, baby. Give me another hour of this. I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready to chill in my slumber. That's all I came here to do. I got no responsibility right now over the next hour and a half, so I'm going to take a goddamn nap. And whoever wakes me up, they're not going to see the good Brad, okay? It's going to be Brad Brad, okay? Brad Brad. What is Brad Brad? That's bad Brad, okay? I like to use my uh, name... Uh, sometimes in my language because that's just how I am. Uh, my friends and I did that a while ago. We started using each other's names as like, you know, verbs, nouns, just, you know, just because we can, you know, freedom of speech, right? Like that's it's just what it is. We sort of created our own language. Uh, when you say, you know, it's not too bad, you know, it's not too bad, okay? It's not too bad, okay? So when it says like, oh, the weather's... Uh, really broad outside just like you know it's bad outside you know what I mean um, 
And then when people ask you like, oh, how are you doing today? Comment ça va? And you say, oh, I'm not doing too badly. It's whatever. It's whatever. You just got to shake it off. And you got to say stuff sometimes and not even acknowledge what you're saying. Because that's the best part about just joking around is don't even acknowledge it sometimes. Sometimes I'll say, not Brad. And I won't even acknowledge it. And you'll see people like double take just like, did he just say what I think he said? Yeah, I did. I did. And I'm not ashamed to say it <laughs> again. <laughs> um, so yeah, naps are underrated. Uh, if you are pro-nap, then you are with me, okay? Because I am pro-nap. People that say they don't like power naps, can't trust them. You can't trust somebody that says they don't like a nice nap, okay? A nap will help rejuvenate you. A nap will help calm your mental thoughts. A nap will help bring you back to life, okay? If you get home from work and you're exhausted, take a power nap, okay? Wake up when your body wants to wake up. If your body wants to wake up three days later, you let your body wake up three days later because that's that's nap. That's just how naps are, okay? So show some respect, okay? If you disrespect people who take naps, we can't be friends because I'm pro-nap and... It's a part of my life. I got to take a nap sometimes. I wish I could take a nap every single day. I wish if I was elected president right now, I would allow adults to have nap time throughout their day. Everybody needs to have napping pods behind their desks. You need to. You need to. You need to have a coffee machine. And right beside the coffee machine, you have a napping pod. Because that's what adults should be allowed to do. Okay? kids sleep on the ground. We're adults. We sleep on a napping pod. It's like a little pull-out bed, okay? And um, if I'm elected president, there's going to be napping pods for everybody, okay? That is uh, the first order. I don't think it's called order. First, um, <laughs> I don't even know. See, I don't even know politics. That is the first, um, what do you even, what is that even called? Uh, that's the first order of business. That's what I meant. Okay. I'm, I'm don't know language. Okay. Um, but I do agree with pro napping and I think napping is great for everybody. I feel like napping could solve a lot of the world's problems. If people that were just assholes and people that were just angry all the time took a nap once in a while, I feel like people would have better spirits all around. I feel like people would be a lot happier, a lot more energetic, and a lot more positive. Because have you ever been through a day of work and you're just like, oh, this is a rough day. It doesn't matter how many cups of coffee I have right now. It's not going to make anything better. It's not going to make me more positive. It's not going to make me more energetic. It's just going to get me through the day. But if you have a little cat nap there, kid, that's a game changer. That is a game changer. So anybody who's against naps, we can't talk, okay? We're not on the same level, okay? I'm super progressive when it comes to naps, okay? Napping is a way of life. It's like an ideology, okay? Napping is just like, you're trying to benefit your future by napping, okay? Because what you do when you nap is like, okay, it's, it's a, it's, it's, I don't even know how to explain it to you guys because it's just so high level thinking when it comes to napping. It's just, it blows my mind. Okay. It blows my mind because you're investing in yourself. 
okay? An hour of time, you do nothing. You block that hour of time out. But for the rest of the day, you're going to be floating on clouds. You're going to be chilling like a villain. You're going to be dabbing on them haters, okay? That's the power of naps, okay? I'm going to write a book one day, and I have no science behind me at all. I have zero health knowledge behind my statement of being pro-nap, okay? But I'm going to write a book one day, and I'm going to be... It's going to be titled The Power of Napping. And people are going to read it. And I got to get like a doctor behind me or something like that just to support the cause. No scientific evidence behind it at all. But it's going to be a bestseller. So stay tuned for that. Give me like a couple years. It's going to be The Power of Napping. Okay. And that's a legit thing. Okay. So if you don't believe in naps, you need to back off, okay? Can't trust somebody that doesn't believe in naps. You know what I mean? Even if you don't nap yourself, you still got to support it. You know what I mean? You got you to gotta be there for your friends that enjoy a nice little nap here or there. You know, have you ever been around cranky people? Let them take a nap. Who's ever upset after they take a nap? If you're waking them up during their nap, yeah. There's some serial killers that wake up after a nap that wouldn't be serial killers before taking a nap, okay? Don't wake up somebody in the middle of the nap, okay? I have waken up some people that would literally punch me straight in the face if I ever tried. My sister would literally punch me straight in the face if I tried waking her up during a nap, and that's just how she is, okay? She doesn't like to be wake, woken up during a nap, and I, I, totally, I totally feel the vibes on that one, okay? Nobody likes to be woken up during a nap. So don't do it, you know? Just let them sleep. Just let them sleep. And yeah, I stand by the statement, you know? I think a lot of people would be a lot nicer if they just took a nap once in a while. You know, if they weren't woken up during their naps all throughout their lives, I feel like people would be a lot nicer. And this might be, you know, very optimistic, but, you know, just a thought, okay? Just a thought. If I'm elected president, naps for all, okay? That's first order of business, naps for all. Everybody gets a goddamn sleeping pod. And that's just how it's going to be, okay? We're going to be sleeping 30% of the day, okay? 30%. And I'm not, even, I'm not even talking about like nighttime sleeping, eight hours there. No, 30% on top of that. You can take that to the bank, okay? You can take that to the goddamn Royal Bank of Canada, okay? And cash that thing in because it's coming to Tim Hortons near you, okay? Um, yo, Super Bowl was yesterday. That was pretty lit. Um, I don't know if you guys watched the Super Bowl, but the Patriots were playing the Rams. Um, I'm a Patriots fan. I've always been a Patriots fan. I don't watch football a lot. So ever since like I started watching football years ago, like, for the Super Bowl, really, and, like, a few other games. Like, I, I don't even think I've sat down, you know, and watched a full game of football other than Super Bowls, okay? So I kind of became a Patriots fan back in the day, okay? You know, because they were always in the Super Bowl. I guess I just sort of clung on to them and had some friends that were Patriots fans as well. But I'm not a big football fan. I can't just sit down 
for six hours and watch a football game. Okay, that's not for me. I'm a hockey guy. I like watching hockey. That's about it. Cycling. I like watching cycling as well. Yeah. I like watching rock climbing as well. That's fun. And that's about it. Soccer sometimes. But other than that, like basketball once in a while. Like, yeah. But football, not a big football guy. So, I don't know. I've always been like a Patriots fan. As much as a fan if you don't watch football. You know what I mean? Like, they're like my favorite football team because like I like Tom Brady. You know, I like Gronkowski and all those guys. Um, But I'm not a big football fan. So, whatever. The Super Bowl was on yesterday. I was at a concert, and luckily for me, they actually had the Super Bowl game on, on the side where the bar was, in like the in the in the bar, like it was like a, it was a bar that we were at, and at the actual and at the actual bar where the bartenders are serving drinks, they had a TV there and they're showing the Super Bowl. So while I was watching the show, I was turning to my right, watching the Super Bowl at the same time. Just checking the scores, seeing what the plays were and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, congrats to the Patriots. Another huge win. Friggin' Tom Brady is a beast. That guy is a monster. And it's crazy because so many people hate on him. And it's just like, yo, that guy is ridiculous. Like he's arguably the best, you know, quarterback player of all time. Definitely of this generation, like of football. Like it's insane. Like the guy's a beast. Like he's a Michael Jordan a football, obviously, and um, yeah, he's such a beast. The game was really good. I uh, watched like the the last couple quarters because we're at the at the old concert there, and it was good. It was good. It was it was crazy that like both teams were super defensive. Like there was only three uh, points each for like the majority of the game. Um, it was really good. The last like few minutes was like really intense. We weren't sure, you know, if the Rams were going to come back and stuff. It was good. It was a good game though. It was a good game. Um, but yeah, it was, it was good. I don't know. I'm not a big football guy, so I can't really talk too much about the Super Bowl. But from what I saw, it looked like everybody was having fun out there. And that's all that matters. As long as everybody gets a participation medal, that's all that I care about. That's all that I care about. Okay. Maroon 5 performed, and that is really good for everybody, okay? That's all that matters. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was I was at a concert yesterday as well. Um, before the concert, we actually went to a arcade bar, and it was actually really good. It was called Tilt. It's in Toronto. It's like an old-school arcade vibe, so they have, like, all these pinball machines. They have all these, like, you know old school video games like Donkey Kong, like Tron, like what else? Like Street Fighter. And like, it's a lot of fun. Like they have skee-ball and stuff like that too. And then they have some uh, newer games on like actual TVs and stuff like that, like Smash Bros and like Mario Kart and stuff like that. It was a really fun time. I will definitely go back. I think I could spend literally hours playing pinball. It is super mesmerizing playing pinball pinball especially when you switch machines. So they have like, you know, probably like 30 machines of pinball there and they're all different. So I was going from like one machine to another and it was just like, yo, these are actually really cool. So you pay like five bucks to get in and you can play as much as you want. And then they have a bar there as well if you want drinks or food or whatever. And it was a really cool vibe. It was really chill. Um, 
it's obviously an older crowd, which is fine. Like, that's cool. Like, because, you know, it's like you know, people aren't going to be fighting and stuff like that. <laughs> people are going to play video games. And it's not like new school video games. It's like pinball. You know what I mean? It's like Mario. Not new school Mario. This is like 2D Mario. You know what I mean? So they had, we played Pong. Me and my girlfriend played Pong. Never played Pong before in my life. Very cool game. It's like the OG Brick Breaker. Back in the day when Blackberry was a thing. That's what Pong is. Brick Breaker. Okay? So, if you think you've never played Pong before, you've basically played it. Okay? Everybody's played Brick Breaker, and that's what Pong is. Just with two people. Okay? So, we did that. It was dope. Um, There's a really cool vibe in there. So, I will definitely go back because I think I would get into pinball. I think that's a thing. I was getting really good. I started figuring out like how to get more points because that's not my generation. I have no idea what the frig you're supposed to do for pinball. I just know it's not supposed to go behind the paddles and into the hole. Okay. I know I'm supposed to keep the ball alive for as long as possible, but you get different points for putting it into different like areas and shit. I didn't realize that until yesterday. So it was a lot of fun. I played a few different ones. I played like this, uh, I don't even remember. They had like a Jurassic Park pinball there. They had like, I don't know, Tron, all these different ones. It was very cool. It's very cool vibe. And I will definitely go back. I will definitely go back. So before the concert, there was this huge line, um, probably three blocks long. It was redonkulous. And because of the concert we were going to, uh, it's a younger crowd. These people have been waiting there for for literally days, probably weeks, okay, waiting to get into a concert that they already paid for. I don't know what's wrong with people, but I didn't even want to wait for 10 minutes. So that's why we went into the arcade because there was a long line. The doors were supposed to be open by 7 o'clock. It was like 7.15. I'm just like, let's just go to the arcade and then come back at like 8 when the show's supposed to be starting. So, came back at 8. Nobody was outside. We literally walked right in. And I talked to the security guard. I'm just like, that was a shit show earlier. That's insane. That line was ridiculous. We just went to Tilt and just played some games for the last hour. And look at this. Nobody's here. Nobody's here. It's not like it's assigned seating or it's like first come, first serve seating. Well, it was first come, first serve seating. But... It doesn't really matter. It's a bar. So most people are going to be standing up and a lot of people are going to be want to want to be near the stage. So it makes no difference to come early or not. It makes absolutely no difference. Um, so I talked to the security guard. I was just like, yo, so like, what has it been like this for a while? Like, was it this crazy like all day? And he's just like, yeah, people have been here since 2.30 in the afternoon. And I was just like, are you actually kidding me? He's just like, yeah. Like literally the concert doesn't start till 8. And there were there was a line here at 2.30 in the afternoon. And I've been here. And I was just like, wow. This actually blows my mind. People literally have nothing better to do. I know they're kids. And they probably want to see like the performers and stuff like that. Like sneaking into the place. Just blows my mind though. I don't get how people can stand in line that long. I couldn't even wait for 10 minutes. I was just like, I'm not waiting. <laughs> I'm going to go down the street. I'm going to walk two minutes and I'm going to go play games for a while. And then I'll come back and there's going to be zero line. 
That's what I do. That's the kind of person I am. I don't like to wait. If there's a long line, like especially for like a return, like if I'm returning something at a store and there's a long line, I'm not returning it. I'm keeping it forever. I'm not returning it. I am going to keep it for the rest of my goddamn life because I'm not waiting in the line for two hours. It's not worth it. I will take the hit on this $50 item because my time is worth more than that. And people are going to say, Brad, you're an asshole. You can't say that. That is like like a super like a privileged thing to say. And no, it's not. It's not. I don't like to wait in lines. Okay. That's why when I buy stuff, especially online and stuff like that, I know for sure that I want it. Okay. I know for sure that I want it. I know there's cases where you buy something and it doesn't turn out to be what you want or it's like broken. Okay. When that happens, you got to wait in the line. But when it's something like a concert, you already bought your ticket. You're not waiting for tickets. And there's no benefit of going early because everybody gets in at the same time. The concert starts at the same time for everybody else. It's not like there's a VIP before show. You know what I mean? Why are there 200 people waiting in line for that long? I don't get it and I probably never will. But all I, wanna, all I want you guys to know is really that don't wait in line. <laughs> don't wait in line. Make sure you know what you're waiting in line for because if there's no reason to wait in line, don't waste your time. Don't waste your goddamn time. Go to Tim Hortons. You know, I, I don't know how people do that. I don't know how people wait in line for five and a half hours. I don't know how you can do that. Like my legs are hurting from waiting in line for 20 minutes okay my legs would be hurting and i would have been over that i would have wanted to just go home i would have probably just gone home if my friends were waiting in line for that long oh man i was triggered for people that got forced to wait that long <laughs> i was offended for the people that had to i was offended for that security guard for having to stand out there because people decided to come that early and try to get into the venue blew my mind okay um so that was a long ass intro to what concert we saw. We saw uh, my girlfriend got tickets to the Scotty Sire concert, which if you don't know who Scotty Sire is, he is a rapper, but he's also a YouTube vlogger. Um, so like a lot of the people that were on stage with him, like his band, um, they were also YouTubers. And yeah, it was a, it was a good show. It was fun. Um, he has some songs that I like, so it was nice. Uh, he was actually a very good performer. Like he was hype. Um, he was playing with the crowd and stuff like that and joking around, which is always good for a performer because I hate going to like to see shows and they like, they're not even into their own music. It's just like, Oh, this is the worst. Um, I'm not a big fan at all of going to see rappers. So I was pleasantly surprised when he was actually like rapping his own music and it wasn't just like, a song in the back just playing and he was just like his mic was too low you can't even hear him but he was actually rapping a lot of the songs so that was cool that was that was good that always makes me happy to not only see somebody actually singing the songs when you're at the concert but also like the music in the background being played what do i mean by that not played by the press of a button on a track an actual band or something playing in the background so he had a band there and they were playing a lot of the music um Obviously, there was like a track in the background where like 
if he wasn't rapping, you could hear like the him rapping in the background, but it's like the CD or whatever. <laughs> Which I I don't I hate that. I hate when that happens when performers do that uh, when they have the background track. But it was good. It was a good performance. He did he did really well. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, he has good music. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything bad to say. I've seen. You know, I've seen way worse, obviously, like for performers and stuff like that. But he was good. He was really good. Um, and like, I, I don't know, I like ever since like I go to concerts and stuff like that, I always think back to like what my favorite concerts were, what my like least favorite concerts were. And I think one of the reasons I, I really liked his concert was, you know, he's a rapper. You know, he has a lot of hip hop beats, obviously, but he had a band up there, too playing the music which i like a lot like as somebody that's like old school when it comes to music i like to see instruments on the stage and people playing the actual music okay i you know always used to be in bands and stuff like that in high school and i appreciate when people actually play the music and it's not just like a looping track in the background and they're just mumble rapping and it's just like not even them rapping. It's just like the track. And it's like, it's crazy. It's more acceptable now because, you know, that's just how stuff is. But like even back in the day, I think it was Jessica Simpson when she was lip singing and she got like criticized and like her career was almost ended because of her lip singing. Like that happens all the time now. That happens all the time now. So seeing an actual band up there with Scotty Sire when he was rapping, it's nice to see. It's nice to see because that means like, you know, oh, it's like, actual music i'm not paying to just see somebody lip sync their words you know what i mean i hope you guys know what i mean because that just frustrates me like i am super into rock and all these other types of music not just rap so i appreciate what it takes to do a live performance what it takes to actually play an instrument i appreciate that and i know a lot of people don't nowadays because a lot of these rappers, they just have samples and stuff like that. And they just go up and rap, which is fine. But it's different. It's totally different. And I prefer, you know, when they're actually playing the music. And where, you know, they sound the same in the concert. And it's not because the CD's playing. But it's because their talent is the same. And that's what they got, you know, that's what they're famous off of is their talent. They're consistent. And it's not just a CD playing. That's why they sound the same. You know what I mean? Number two, I like to see when the performer is actually into their own music. And they actually like to be there. And they like to perform. You know what I mean? Like I've been to some concerts where like it seems like the performers don't even like to be there. Like they're so over it. And it's just like, oh, this is a waste of time. Number three... It has to be, you know, worth the actual entertainment. If you're going to see a show and you could just, you know, watch the music video and it's 10 times better, why are you going to the show? You know what I mean? Why are you paying for that extra stuff if they're not even going to sing their actual lyrics? If they don't even know their lyrics, <laughs> why are you going to the show? So I appreciate bands and stuff like that because, you know, when you're going to see a band, it's going to be hype. It's going to be crazy. Because they're playing their own music and they can't fake that stuff because 
they have to play the instruments and they have to sing the song. So yeah, I don't know. I have a big appreciation for playing music and um, yeah, just like, I don't know, like just being performers, being actual performers. Um, sorry, I was just taking a sip of my Java. Just taking a sip of my Java there, kid. Um, yeah, so after this concert, I was like, I always think whenever I go to a concert, I'm just like, yo, what are some of my favorite concert experience, experiences and what are some of my least favorite concert experiences? And Scotty Sauer was good. He was good. I liked that he rapped. I liked how he had his own music. I liked that. So I was happy. It was a lot of fun. Um, the demographic was super young, though, because obviously they're YouTubers. So, like, it's a lot of young people there. And probably 97% of the people there were females. By females, I mean girls. <laughs> and that's just, like, the YouTuber vibe. Um, it's a lot of the younger demographics. And if they're guy YouTubers, there's a, always a lot of girls that follow them. You know, like the Jake Pauls of the world, Logan Pauls of the world. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was a... He was good. He was, it was a good performance. Um, I love going to see live music. But yeah, some of my favorite concerts of all time, uh, just thinking about it, uh, probably my favorite concert of all time was System of a Down. I don't know if you guys know who that band is, but you need to check them out. They, that was the most, I, I don't I don't even know. How to, it still takes goddamn words out of my mouth because it was so insane. Like, I haven't seen so much goddamn headbanging in my life from people watching the concert. It was insane. I saw people, like, running into each other because they were just hype. They were just headbanging. They were just loving it. They were just loving it. And, um, yeah, like, they literally played for a few hours or whatever. It might have been two and a half hours. But they came out on the stage. Good evening, Toronto! And they just went straight into the songs. They didn't say a word until the very end. Good night, Toronto. Thank you. That was it. That was the entire show. The entire show was music. And that's what you go to a concert for. You don't go to a concert for these long monologues. Maybe you do. I don't know. But I go to a concert to see the live music and, you know, jam out, sing along. Because, you know, you, that's what you love the artist for. Um, unless they have, like like skits or whatever or they like talk about like the songs or whatever that's cool um but when they're not like actually playing the music and giving you your money's worth you know what i mean you've seen some like concerts where it's just like oh let's sing five songs in this two hour span or oh i'm gonna pay this much money and you're only gonna listen to me for six songs it's just like what am i paying this for but literally system of down went like two and a half hours three hours of just music it was so intense. Like, it was it was ridiculous. Like, they played multiple albums. That's how many songs they played. It was insane. I love that. Oh, that was probably definitely the best best uh, concert I've ever seen in my life. They were insane. And obviously, they were playing their own music. And I don't know how the lead singer did not lose his voice. Because if you know System of a Down, there's a lot of screaming in those songs. And he's belting it. It was just insane. It was insane. So they were definitely top tier. Um, I also really like Green Day a lot. Green Day was one of my like favorite bands growing up. I always enjoyed them. Um, I loved them. I had like all their albums when I was growing up. So going to see them, it was just like, wow, this is amazing. This is like the music that I listened to my entire life. And they were really good. They were very like, obviously, they played all their songs. 
but they were very entertaining as well. They did a lot of shit uh, throughout the show. Um, so it was a very good show. Uh, I also liked watching Bare Naked Ladies just because I love Bare Naked Ladies so much. And the music is literally the album. Like you could put on the album side by side and it's just like, wow, this is the quality of musician that these people are. And I love them. They played all the classics. I wish Stephen Page was there. Freaking love that guy, man. He is one of the uh, he was one of the other lead singers of uh, of Bare Naked Ladies. If you guys know the song, like if if you had a million dollars or whatever, um, there's two lead vocals in that song, and that's how you differentiate the two. One of them is Stephen Page. The other guy is Ed. And I love them. I love them both so much. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I've seen a lot of concerts. Like I've seen Pentatonix before. I've seen Eddie, like Eddie Van Halen perform. So Van Halen was another one of the great ones. Eric Clapton was another great one that I saw. You know, some of the best guitarists of all time. That's like going to see Jimi Hendrix, Stevie Ray Vaughan, you know, Eric Clapton, Eddie Van Halen. Those are the same caliber, like ridiculous. Trans-Siberian Orchestra, fantastic, ridiculous performances like an actual entertaining performance as well. Um, so I've seen a lot of great people. I've seen a lot of really good performers. And I don't know. I, I There's a bunch that I really want to see as well. Like I want to see Jason Merez. I wanted to go see him last year. But his tour in Toronto got canceled because Demi Lovato was coming. And then she was, she like canceled that. And then they ended up doing like a charity thing together. And then she canceled that as well because she was, um, what was wrong with her? She, oh, I think she went into a, she had an overdose. Yeah, that was when she had an overdose. And she canceled it twice. Jason Mrez's thing. So I was just like, oh man, that was like, he never, he never tore. So I was just, I was, I was heartbroken. I was heartbroken. And that was like one of the only times he came to Toronto in years, uh, because he just released a new album. And yeah, I need to I need to see Jason Mraz. I love Jason Mraz. I love every single one of Jason Mraz's songs. <laughs> I'm I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. Just like Bare Naked Ladies, just like, you know, System of a Down, all those guys. Uh even Avenged Sevenfold I was gonna go see last year, but they canceled their tour as well because the lead singer had like a throat uh, infection or something and he couldn't sing anymore um, yeah they're sick too uh, I also want to see Zach Brown Band I freaking love Zach Brown Band they're my favorite country band of all time they're so sick if you don't know who they are check them out so I want to see them they come they came like a few years ago but I didn't go uh, I don't know I was busy or something but I wanted to go last year but they weren't here so sad so sad so hopefully they come next year um uh, what else? Oh, some of the worst performances that I've seen. Okay. I used to be... I still do. I still really like his uh, underground stuff. So, Macklemore. His music, before he became mainstream with like things like Thrift Shop or Thrift Store, whatever. I forget the song. Thrift Shop, I think. His music before that was fantastic. He had a lot of really good stuff, okay? He had a lot of really good stuff, um, and his raps were legit. Like, he was like Eminem. You know, he's like a Mac Miller. When they're underground stuff, it's just ridiculous. It's just really good um, and underrated. 
Okay. But when he became, you know, mainstream, he started catering, you know, obviously to the mainstream crowds with his music, which is fine. So his style totally changed. It's like how I used to like Nicki Minaj when she had her underground stuff because she was actually rapping. Even like Lil Wayne, his underground stuff, ridiculous. So good. Like legit rappers, like ridiculous. Um, and then like when Nicki Minaj became like super famous mainstream, same with Macklemore. I, it, the music wasn't for me anymore. Like the style of music, it wasn't like straight up rapping anymore. Like it was more like poppy and stuff like that. And that's not my vibe. That's not my vibe. But that's besides the point. So we went to go see his concert. And it was, you know, he maybe did 10 songs. Something like that. And okay, like it was a good performance and stuff like that. But this just goes to show like the difference between like performers, like system of a down. They play their instruments. They're singing. They're doing an entertaining like performance. Okay. They're like the value that you're getting from that ticket that you're paying for is just through the roof. Okay. Macklemore obviously doesn't play an instrument. You know, he has the track in the background and he's just rapping and stuff like that. Um, Obviously, you can hear his voice on the track as well. It's just like, uh, I'm not a fan of that at all. <laughs> That's not for me. That's not for me. Okay. Um, but what really pissed me off is that like that entire performance, he did like 10 songs. He did like no songs. And he was the main performer. Like that was his concert. You paid all that money to see him do 10 songs. It's not even an album. Okay. Like some of the songs are like, you know, a minute and a half. Like they're not even long. It's just like... I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, but the thing that really pissed me off with him, which I've never seen before in my life, and you would never get that from an artist that actually plays their own music, and it's not just pressing the button of the background track and then you know performing on top of it. And I want to get you guys the real info here, okay? It was busy. There were a lot of people there to see him. It wasn't just like this was his, his first performance. No, he was on tour. There were so many people there to see him and he did 10 songs. It was like nothing. It was like nothing. It was like literally like an hour. <laughs> it didn't take long at all. Okay. But what really pissed me off is that he, whatever, he went off stage. It was just like, oh, that was it. Wow. It's pretty weak. Um, he went off stage and then everybody called him back on an to do an encore. And I've never seen this before in my life. Okay. Everybody called him back to do an encore. And instead of doing like another song that he just didn't do, there was a few songs I remember that was just like, oh, he could have did that. Why didn't he do that? You know, throughout his uh, main performance, maybe he's going to do it for this encore. That's sweet. I can't wait to like hear it because some artists do that. They save like their most famous song to do the encore because people like will definitely call them back and just like, I think Eric Clapton, he didn't play Layla. And then everybody's just like, you know, did the encore, like, come back, come back, you know, and he came back, he played Layla. Um, some artists do that because that's all part of the performance because they know, they know they're going to do an encore anyways because they're crushers, okay? He did 10 songs. He got an encore. He came back out. We were expecting him to play maybe some of his underground shit, maybe one of his 
you know, popular songs from his current album. He did none of that. He did none of that. He came on the stage and he did the song that he did at the very beginning of the concert. He played the same song twice. He played the same song twice. I paid money to see him do the same song in a concert twice. I don't know how that's worth value. That's not worth that's not worth money, okay? I didn't come to a concert to see you play the same song twice, okay? You have so many other songs and you're literally going to play the same song twice? You don't have another instrumental of one of your songs on your iPad, on your iPod, on your Blackberry? You're going to play the same song twice? No difference in between the songs. Like, it's not like he added a verse. It's not like he changed it up a little bit. Exact same song. And you could see everybody looking around like, is this actually happening? Is this for real? And obviously, like, the little kids and stuff like that, they're, like, hyped. They're just like, yo, this is, this is my favorite song. Cool. Anybody over the age of 12 was just like, what the frig is going on here? That's not an encore. That's just deja vu. That's just deja vu, bro. What is going on? So that's when I lost a lot of respect for Macklemore. <laughs> um, I stopped listening to his music, to be honest. Like, I haven't listened to his music since because I was so upset that he did that. Like, he was supposed to be like this underground rapper that, I, you know, I really liked. Like, you know, I really enjoyed his underground stuff. And I listened to him before like he was this mainstream guy. And then he comes out and plays the same mainstream song twice. It was like, I think it was like Can't Hold Us or whatever. You know that one? I don't even remember the name of it. But it was just like, oh my gosh. I was so upset. And I looked at my sister. I was just like, what is going on right now? Is this what we paid money for? Can I get a refund? Because this is an entertainment. This is deja vu right now, okay? This is a relapse in the whole goddamn concert. I'm watching the first song again. And you know what? Let's see if he does a little bit better this time. Let's see if he hits that second verse properly, okay? Because I don't think he hit it properly the first time. So let's just see if he does it. Let's just give him a second chance. I don't, I don't get it. I don't know how he doesn't have an extra background track to do an encore, but it kind of blew my mind, okay? I get it. Rapping has a lot of goddamn lyrics, but you're a performer. Figure it out. Okay? People are paying money to see you. Don't do the same song twice. Don't do the same song twice. Just don't do an encore at all. Don't do an encore at all if you're going to play the same song twice. Okay? I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Blew my mind. So that's probably the worst concert I've ever seen in my life. Okay? Just for that sole reason that somebody did the same song twice. Okay. <laughs> Moving on, um, speaking about all this concert stuff, uh, I've been really thinking about getting back into guitar. I used to play guitar a lot 
growing up and I've been slacking the last few years. I pick up my guitar like once a year. Whenever I pick it up, I enjoy it. I need to make the time for it. It's like one of those things like if you enjoy something, you need to make the time for it. Especially like something like playing an instrument. It's good for like creativity. It's good for relaxation, stress, de-stressing. It's good for like just, you know, expanding your mind a little bit. You know, working towards something. And I need to get back into it. I think I definitely do. Um, I do miss playing guitar, especially like jamming with friends and stuff like that. That was always a good time. Um, so I didn't, I'm thinking about getting back into guitar. I have my guitar right here. Um, just going on to the, the old tab website, playing some music. And I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a really good time. And I really want to get back into it because I don't want to lose it. I don't think I would lose the ability because every time I pick up a guitar, it's just like it comes back. But obviously, like the going up and down chords and stuff like that. Um, even like listening to specific notes, you do lose that stuff a little bit. Like if you don't play an instrument for a while, like when I came back to the guitar, like playing a solo, it's a lot harder because, you know, you don't remember what hand placements you know, work with whatever note you're on. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I want to get back into the guitar. Uh, yeah, all this talk about concerts and stuff. I want to play some System of a Down. I want to play some Macklemore uh, instrumentals. You know what I mean? Maybe I'll go on stage with him one day. Uh, <laughs> blows my mind till this day. To this day. Um, Book of the week. Okay, book of the week this week is going to be by uh, Charles Duhigg. I think that's how you pronounce his name. And the book of the week is going to be Smarter, Faster, Better. This is a really good book. He wrote one of my favorite books of all time, which I'm not going to give you on this podcast. I'll give you on a different book recommendation. But he wrote one of my favorite books of all time. And I read this one right after I read that one. Just as good. Really good book. Check it out. If you want to grow as a person, if you want to learn about psychology, if you want to learn about, you know, I don't know, um, imp- <laughs> improving yourself, personal growth, how to how to develop as a person, all that sort of stuff. He, he talks about everything because he's a beast and he knows exactly what he's talking about. So check out that book, Smarter, Faster, Better. I really like that book. I listened to the audiobook of this one. Um, it's really good. It's really good. It's not boring at all. Uh, if you like learning stuff check this one out i like learning but i don't like listening to like audiobooks or reading boring books i don't enjoy that stuff some people can sit down and read a boring book can't do it i don't have the attention span for it um so check out this one and if you don't like reading check out the audiobook version it's really good it's really good i promise you okay app of the day app of the week um is gonna be an app that I haven't used in a while, but I used to use it all the time. And I think like if you're like stressed out a lot and you need some mental clarity, I just wanted to give you this app uh, because it helped. It helps a lot. It helped me a lot. Um, and I want to get back into it. It is called Calm. It's a meditation app. And basically, it just helps you relax. That's literally the whole point of the app does like guided meditations guided like sessions where you can focus on your breathing 
can clear your head. If you're feeling really stressed out, just do it for five minutes and you'll feel a lot better. It's like taking a nap. It's like taking a nap. It's the same kind of relief, okay? Check it out. It's called Calm. It's on Android. It's on Apple. All that sort of stuff. I'm trying to get back into it. Kind of like Duolingo and kind of like guitar. So I'm going to... You guys hold me accountable, okay? You hold me freaking accountable to these things that I'm saying right now, okay? But it's a really good app if you're looking to just de-stress a little bit, have some mental clarity, you know, have some more self-awareness. It's really good. I find it actually helped my breathing a lot as well. I don't know if that's weird, but just like calming down, like just staying calm. You know what I mean? As the app says. But like just relaxing, really. It helps my breathing for that. Like dropping my heart rate. Just being very calm. (laughs) Literally. Yeah. I don't know. I I really like that app. So check that out. It's free too, which is good. They have a premium version, but you don't need the premium version. I don't give premium app recommendations on this podcast. I am an ex-student, so I'm in debt. I'm in student debt. So... I support the free app cause, okay? I give the free tools, especially to help the students who listen to this podcast, literally. Um, (laughs) So check those out. Um, I was looking at my basketball pool the other day. I talked about this a while back. I do fantasy leagues every year. I do a hockey league. Um, this year I'm also doing a basketball league and I'm getting destroyed in both goddamn leagues. It is a shit show right now. Okay. I'm in like second last place on both leagues. Hockey, I'm getting destroyed. People are just better. Basketball isn't entirely my fault. These basketball players are friggin' injured and sitting on the bench every single day. I get like five notifications a day telling me that somebody is injured. I don't know how you can be injured every other game. I don't know what you're doing that you're injured every other game. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Somebody has to tell these basketball players, stop being babies. Stop being babies, okay? Get off the bench. Play the game. I'm losing my fantasy league. Because nobody wants to play the game, okay? My star players that I picked, first few rounds, they may have played three games the entire season. Three. It frustrates me so much. I can't deal with it. I don't even look at my basketball league anymore. I don't even look at it because it's such BS. You can't even keep up with it. I don't know the third stringers where I could just put a third stringer on for LeBron James. Okay, LeBron James. I can't put a third stringer on for LeBron James. He's going to be injured on my roster because I'm never taking him out. Okay? That's the Sidney Crosby of basketball. Okay? So back off. Freaking frustrates me. Frustrates me. It's like I'm investing into the pool because I'm not going to win because the basketball pool is bullshit and players just like to sit on the bench. That's all it is. They like to sit on the bench and that's just how it is. So frustrating. So if you're ever thinking about doing a fantasy league, do not do basketball unless you actually know basketball players, like in depth. Like you have to know the third liners. You have to even know the farm team because 
by the end of the season, you're going to be using players from the farm teams. I'm going to have to use players from Raptors 905, okay? That's how injured these people get, okay? They'll sprain their pinky toe, and they're out for the season. They're done, okay? They get a bad haircut. They're gone for two games at least. Gone for two games at least. You get a hangnail? Imagine getting a hangnail. How are you going to dunk? You can't you can't dunk with a hangnail. Have you ever had a hangnail before? They kind of hurt, okay? They kind of hurt and it takes a little t- takes a little bit of time to get over a hangnail, okay? That could take a guy out for an entire season. I've seen it before. I've been in fantasy leagues before. I've had a player sitting on the bench for a hangnail. Okay? They say it's like a finger injury, but you know it's a goddamn hangnail, okay? You know it's a hangnail because they haven't been playing to get a finger injury, okay? They haven't been playing enough to get a finger injury, okay? Frustrates me, okay? Frustrates me. And whenever I do a fantasy league, I'm literally just donating money to the pot. That's all I'm doing because I'm not going to win because my players are always on the bench. Nobody wants to play the game. All these mainstream players... You know, LeBron James, yeah, he doesn't play. Doesn't play basketball. Doesn't want to play basketball this year. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I think he's back now, but it doesn't matter. I already lost. I'm in last place. Doesn't matter, okay? You literally have to know the farm teams because they have to go through all their goddamn substitutions to the third stringers to the farm team. That's how injured these guys are. Every other goddamn game, they're injured. I don't know what's up. I get like... Five, six notifications every single day telling me I have injured players. Grinds my gears, okay? Grinds my gears. They are loving the goddamn game, okay? It's like people who plan their sick days. (laughs) Have you ever seen Mr. D before? There's an episode of Mr. D where he calls in advance basically saying that he's going to be sick a certain day because he plans his sick days around special events like the Super Bowl, around golf tournaments, and then he calls in and has to act act it up. That's what these basketball players do because nobody wants to play. They obviously get an allowance of sick days. They probably get 50 sick days a year. They probably get 50 sick days a year and they plan ahead. I'm going to be sick this game. You can be sick next you can be sick next game. I can't even talk. I'm so frustrated. I'm so flustered. I can't even talk. It's it's a shit show, okay? If you're ever thinking about doing a fantasy league, just don't do it, okay? Unless it's like hockey or something where players actually play and you know like if they're not playing, yeah, they 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 got rocked last game. You know, they're they're not playing because they got stitches across their entire face, okay? They actually have a reason. They're not playing because they broke a leg, okay? They broke a leg. They didn't get a hangnail, okay? Grinds my gears. <laughs> These people are getting paid way too much money to be sitting on the bench. Not getting your money's worth, okay? Owners, blows my mind. Blows my goddamn mind. Ah. <sighs> Grinds my gears. Grinds my goddamn gears. All right. I was on Instagram earlier and I came across this very cool picture. Okay. It's very cool. 
Very cool. And it was this ice climber, and it was an old school picture, maybe from the 80s. Um, it was black and white, so that's the 80s. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Um, it was this guy ice climbing, and it looked like he was ice climbing with a hammer, like an actual hammer that we use, you know, to hammer in a nail. He was ice climbing with that. He was sticking that in to the side of a waterfall. And he was wearing boots where they put the actual, you know, metal outer, you know, the metal uh, spikes into the boots. Like they put it over the actual boot. Like he's wearing a pair of boots from Walmart and that's okay to climb the side of a cliff with. And he has some spikes. The stuff that people used to do. This guy was using a freaking hammer. It looked like he bought it from Home Hardware for $12. Those aren't ice picks. Those are literally hammers. I don't know how he's supposed to climb something with that. Blows my mind. Blows my mind. What people used to do back then. Blows my mind. Like even right now to do ice climbing, it's still very dangerous, you know, because anything could happen. You can't control the ice, you know, if it decides to break. Um, imagine doing a huge... 2,000 foot wall, whatever it is, with a couple hammers from Home Depot. You're just hammering into the side of the ice. Not for me, but okay. I, I don't even think I could get off the ground with a couple Home Depot hammers. I don't even think I could. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like, that's ridiculous. And this guy was on the side of a goddamn cliff. On a waterfall with a couple goddamn hammers from Home Depot, okay? It looks like he just finished his, his, his day of work, just contracting, building a bathroom. And then he came and decided, yeah, I'm going to do some ice climbing today. Just turns the hammers around and just use the, uses the, the pointy side. Blows my mind. Blows my goddamn mind. I don't know how people used to do that stuff back in the day. <laughs> and he was probably using a rope that was like, can't even hold body weight. Like, it's probably like an old rope he just found on the ground. It's like, whatever. Let's, let's just use this. <sighs> it's not a climbing rope. It's not a dynamic climbing rope where it'll actually catch you. Blows my mind. Blows my goddamn mind. Puts a couple t-shirts together. That's his rope. <laughs> Damn, man. It's actually insane. Like, Freaking grabs a bicycle helmet. Puts it on. This is good. 2,000 foot fall. No, this is good. Like, I don't know how people would go on a wall like that back in the day. It's insane. Even like um, watching like some old climbing docks. It's just like. You know, even 20 years ago, some of the equipment wasn't that great. You know what I mean? Like nowadays, it's obviously way better. And there's a lot more science behind things like the ropes, things like the harnesses of a climber, things like the actual uh, belay devices, the grigris. Like it has the safety stops and stuff like that. Before that, the grigris, people probably used to just fly through the rope. It's insane. I, I don't even know. 
how to explain it. Like, that's some vertical limit shit. Like, you have no idea. Like, I don't know. Stuff was crazy back then. I, I couldn't even imagine using, like, a regular rope <laughs> to just climb. Like, yeah, I'm going to use the rope that I tie my boat to with the dock, you know. We tie the, we tie the boat to the dock with this rope, and I'm going to use it to climb Everest. All right. True. Yeah, I'm just going to grab the Home Depot uh, freaking hammers as well. Uh, Sally, you using your bike helmet? Can I use it today? I'm just going to go climb Everest. Okay. True. It's insane, man. I don't even know how that stuff happens. Even like when people climb Everest without like oxygen, it's just like, holy crap. Like nowadays, it doesn't matter if it was back then or if it's now. It's just like, it's insane. It's insane. You are a beast, my friend. Even people like... My dad watches a lot of uh, Everest documentaries and stuff like that. Um, I never understood why people try to climb Everest when, number one, they're not fit, and number two, they aren't climbers. It makes no sense at all. Everest is one of the most dangerous mountains to climb ever. It's physically one of the hardest things you can put your body through and you're going to climb it while you're not fit and you're not a climber that doesn't make sense to me like i feel you have to be not only the best shape of your goddamn life you have to be a professional athlete shape to even think about attempting everest like, are you kidding me, bro? Like, the amount of people that die up at Everest and you're going to climb it without being in shape? Blows my mind. Blows my mind. And that's not only a danger to you, but to everybody else. The Sherpas. Like, I've watched a lot of Everest documentaries and these Sherpas literally risk their lives to help some frigging guy that hasn't lifted done a pull-up in his life and he's going to try to climb everest and they're risking their goddamn lives for this guy it blows my mind like i would never put somebody else through that like if i felt i wasn't in shape to do everest at the best shape of my life you know i could physically endure that i've been climbing you know these big faces before and i didn't feel like i was ready I wouldn't put somebody else through that because you see all these Everest documentaries and these guys go up to try to save these people and they end up dying. It blows my mind. It's such a sad thing. And this podcast has taken a really sad note, but it's just like, it's such a sad thing because some of these people like risk their lives to help other people. And it's just like, that's totally avoidable. You didn't have to go up on, try to do Everest when you're not in shape or you're not an actual climber. You've never done climbing before. Don't climb Everest. <sighs> that's just like a thought that I had. I don't know. Um, I think that's it for this podcast, to be honest. Um, until next time, I'm going to try to get a couple guests on uh, the next few episodes. I have some people that I want to have some conversations with. Um, but yeah, until next time, uh, I will see you guys later. I'm doing a, uh, I'm looking forward to the next couple of weeks. I'm doing some new stand-up sets. A couple open mics for your boy, Brad. Yeah. Gonna be talking some comedy. Gonna be talking about some vegans. Probably. Most likely. Because I, I just, I enjoy uh, just poking fun at vegans. Um, I'm probably gonna be poking fun at myself as well. So, 
I'm looking forward to the next couple of weeks, getting on stage and just talking some crap and trying to get more comfortable talking in front of crowds, okay? Thousand people crowds. By thousand, three people crowds. <laughs> uh, all right, so until next time, we'll see you guys later and uh, have a great day. Peace out. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Living the Canadian Dream podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and leave an awesome review. Also, if you're looking for more great content by Bradley Thompson, make sure you check out his blog at livingthecanadiandream.com and follow him on social media at I am Brad Thompson. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time. Cheers.